And we are back with Wax Wednesdays. Why join the Navy when you can be the pirate? And there's no OG like Robin Williams introducing the show. How was that? that? Yeah, epic, epic movie as well. And in case you guys didn't get it, he just said the title. Morning Vietnam. It's movie soundtrack, baby. We're doing movie records. Only movie soundtracks on this episode. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so excited. I'm going to be playing two records that uh, have been very influential to my music trajectory. And they're also my top two movies ever. Really? So my top movies are based around, like, sound movie soundtracks are epic, but when the soundtrack is part of the exactly. movie, like, it really makes it, like, it literally, it's a character in the show. Oh, for sure. I There there have been movies that have come out that I will see based on, you know, the snippets of audio that they might play in a trailer, or, you know, I saw Queen Bohemian Rhapsody and cried for about 30 minutes of that <laughs> oh, film. No. You know, there's, I'll go see stuff like the Ray Charles movie with Jamie Foxx did a phenomenal job with Ray Charles. He did there's heaps of stuff out there. Oh, you can talk about m- music for ages. So this movie, Good Morning Vietnam, I just want to give a brief background on it. So this this record has also been stuck on our house record player for, I reckon, the last four days since Kid bought it home. Yeah, I literally, like, since announced in it last week, I told you I would crack down this record. And it took me out to Donvale, Victoria, a good 30, 40-minute drive away. Just to get this record, since returning, it's been on repeat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's so good. And Robin Williams, is, I reckon... It's like peak for him. I think this was his best film, actually. I'd agree. It's a bit contentious because he's done some really amazing films. But yeah. I mean, apart from his stand-up, this f- is him just in his own. Like, we could introduce his records, but I think let's just let the man do it himself, right? Oh, exactly. We don't should, have to... we, should we play that part again? Cue Robin Williams. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. Damn hot. Real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. Well, can you tell me what it feels like? Fool, what is hot? I told you again. Were you born on the sun? It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of those little guys in the orange robe burst into flames. It's that hot. You know what I'm talking about. Well, what do you think it's going to be like tonight? It's going to be hot and wet. That's nice if you're with a lady, but it ain't no good if you're in the jungle. Thank you, Roosevelt. Here's a song coming your way right now. Nowhere to Run To by Martha and the Vandellas. Yes.
Like the pine trees lining the winding road I've got a name I've got a name Like the singing bird and the croaking toad I've got a name I've got a name And I carry it with me like my daddy did But I'm living the dream that he kept here Moving me down the highway Rolling me down the highway Moving ahead so life won't pass me by Like a north wind whistling down the sky I've got a song I've got a song intro you'll probably ever hear to our radio show. Robin Williams just <laughs> in his element. You can't top that. You can't. Like um, cracking song as well. I'm just trying to think now who would be like someone we could get to intro like a song for us who's currently living and there's like I don't think there's anyone nah, better than Not like Robin not Williams. like that, not to top that. Anyway, nah. um so last week Gids made a sneaky hint at what we were playing um with his little impersonation Good of Robin Williams. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we had a guy, a uh, friend of mine, Patrick Woods, guessed that. And he put in a request to hear that track from Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. So shout out to him, our first track request. Yeah, get on the request line. But did you recognize where Louis' track was from? Couldn't do a movie soundtrack episode without doing a Western. Even though that was a modern Western. That's from Quentin Tarantino's own vinyl collection he dug that one out from and put it on his soundtrack for Django Unchained. And that there, Jim Croce, I got a name. It's one of my favorites. Django. Yeah. Django. 
But moving on, we've got, um, uh, this is a funny record. So I've got a good story here for this one. Go for it. So the movie's called Baby Driver, where it's literally about this driver who just drives around these bank robbers around town. It's a phenomenal movie. But he's got tinnitus, much like myself. So the way he combats it is he has, like, he literally will have a soundtrack to his own life every single day. So he's got mixtapes, he's got like 10 iPods, and he's also got an epic vinyl collection. We should have him on the show one time. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll contact his managers and get him out. Hey, do you want to do like a unregistered pirate radio show and play some of your vinyl? You won't get in trouble at all. No, no, you'll get an Oscar for it. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so when I was in Russia just for the World Cup in June, we get into this Uber car and we get in. This guy doesn't speak a word of English and we're just like, take us to the World Cup game. We're in a rush. He goes, call me Baby Driver. <laughs> you seen the movie? I go, yeah, sure. I'm Baby Driver. <laughs> And he's literally, there's no, like, he literally drives on the pedestrian sidewalk and, like, goes through, hectic. like, the other side of the road, just in the middle of Moscow. Jeez, it's yeah, fucking you're in, like, car chase life scene. Yeah, but I was so confident because the guy called himself Baby Driver. Yeah, uh, he'd have to. He knew Western culture. He somehow got that shit black market past Putin. Yeah, it was it was Vlad approved. Yeah, Vlad <laughs> approved. <laughs> All right, Vlad, if you're listening out there, yeah. <laughs> we uh, hope you approve that message. Fuck it. All right, and then the um the next two records I'll play are very very important records to me, um and they're for my two favorite movies. Uh, and they're, they're, it's always in contention as to which one I like more, but I can confidently say my favorite movie ever, and it's based on the soundtrack, it's now kind of influenced a lot of my record collection, and it's Oh Brother, We're Out There by Joel and Ethan Cohen. And that movie actually reinvigorated a whole new kind of worldwide like uh, involvement back in the bluegrass and the folk scene. And, you know, and actually a dad got – my dad bought the uh, the concert DVD kids of – of this film, like where they had, they, they did a performance for the, I don't know, the Oscars or whatever, where the bands came on and performed the songs. Epic. And for some reason I was convinced that George Clooney actually learned to sing for this movie. I was rather disappointed when I found out that he didn't. But if you can just picture George Clooney singing the tracks I'll play you, you'll be fine. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother, we're out there. All right, let's go. Let's roll it with Baby Driver. Let's do it. Baby, 
So where's that one from? That one is from, it actually gets played heaps, like in quite a few movies, but namely, I think most importantly, Cheech and Chong. That song will never be played in a horror movie. Like I feel that's pure (laughs) comedy right there. I mean, imagine you're getting like a scene where like people are driving away. I just, it's, well, the whole premise of the song is around like the whole low rider culture, like how low can you get your car on hydraulics? Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. So imagine it's like a horror scene and the family's driving away from the murderer and then that song comes on when they get in the car start driving. It's just... <laughs> but it'd kill the moment. All the, suspense, all the suspense, gone. Everyone would just come out saying, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They get in the car, the dad fires up a blunt and they start playing that. Is that, no, don't worry, I got this. It's chill. I got this, I got this. <laughs> Everyone relax. <laughs> But yeah, that was a sick live version. And the band who's behind that's called War. And they've got, honestly, if you guys want to get down some like really cool, like a funk and a soul route, check out War. Just spelt like War, W-A-R, um, funk band from the 70s. <laughs> Any cool stories? 
<laughs> well, the Beastie Boys sampled it. It's been covered by quite a few people as well, um, funnily enough. Like the Butthole Surfers covered it. It's Carlos Santana. Wait, um, who was the first one? Butthole Surfers. Cool. That's just a funny name. Just wanted to confirm. Yeah. Didn't he yeah. the first time? <laughs> uh, sure he didn't. Ty Seagal as well, who's a bloody crazy psych head. Uh, George Clinton from Parliament Funkadelic as well. Heaps of people. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a pretty sampled record to me. Yeah, it is. Definitely. And we still sampled it now on Rex Wednesdays coming at you. Another one to the list. All right, right, kids, what do you got got coming up? These last... Sorry, we got two more songs to bring you guys. Two more movies, two more songs. So this one's actually from one of my all-time favorite movies as well. I know because it's modern and it's Marvel, but it stands the test of time. So like Baby Driver, this music really represents the film. So it's about a guy who got abducted by aliens and he has a mixtape from his um, dying mum that he plays on repeat to remind him about Earth and home. And it plays throughout the whole soundtrack and it's just such a great song. And if I was to be taken from Earth, I think this is a song that I would take with me. Cheeky throwback to uh, one of our first episodes as well. Did we? I think we referenced the artist here that maybe he comes around for, uh, for drinks at our place. Yeah, yeah, some say he's some Sam say Cook. some say Sam Cook comes down here. Some say he doesn't. Some say he's <laughs> going to bring it home. <laughs> yeah, some say he does. Sick. So the movie reference, it's uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, and this is off the volumes, and it's Sam Cook bring it on home to me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
time gets me this movie it's undeniably one of the greatest of all time i reckon in my opinion honestly in my opinion i think i have to steal this record i think this is the one i'm gonna take <laughs> you when you're not looking well the call up in it is just fantastic it's and all the artists who feature on this you know there's ray charles aretha franklin john lee hooker they all make cameos in in the whole film james brown holds a sermon in the film that's and incredible it is damn hot damn hot that's real hot <laughs> I'll ask you then. So, what's what's your favorite movie then of all time? Ah, uh, well, I did I did make the call before. Uh, oh, brother, we're out there. But it does toss up between these two. Oh, brother, we're out there. I saw when I was quite young. My dad showed it to me, and I just love it. When we go on family holidays, like my dad, my brother, and I, we'd play the soundtrack, and I loved it. And then I got shown. Um, I I watched again with him the Blues Brothers film, and since then I have. I've watched it more times than I can count. It's my most watched film. And I had um, a very good friend of mine when I was 
uh, like 17, 18 high school. He was this really tall guy called Michael and he also loved the Blues Brothers. And we both went dressed as Jake and Elwood, the two main characters on our muck-up day. Jake being the short and fat one. Not that I was fat at the time, but I was definitely a lot shorter than Michael was. He did was you a, have hair back then? Yeah, I'd fuck off. I did <laughs> have hair back then. Yeah, it's a pretty like it's a pretty cult movie. Um, there's plenty of cult lines, kids. I'm going to have to show it to you one day. But no, it, it remains a special spot in my heart, this, this record, and I think it always will. For sure. So I'll definitely have to watch that sometime. Oh, we will. I'll sit you through it for sure. Happily. I could honestly, if if you guys have got another, listeners, if you've got another two and a half hours, I'll do the movie word for word. Pocket that one for later. But, <laughs> uh, my favourite movies, uh, a bit controversial because they're not actually based around their soundtracks. Like, no, but call it out. It's about movies. Yeah, this one is about movies. So my number one all time is Life is Beautiful. I think I've seen that like eight times. It's an Italian movie about the 1940s as a Jewish family. Oh, I'm sure there'd be some spectacular classical pieces in that. Yeah, it's uh, Roberto Benigni. He's like some great. Uh, comedy in that as well. His, his style of acting is incredible. And I'd say number two is the Back to the Future movies, which aren't known for their soundtrack, but they got some decent no, but records again, in cult, Yeah, cult hits for sure. Cult hits. Um, I just want to give a special shout out. I was also thinking of getting the Stranger Things soundtrack in here, but it's a TV show and not a film, so a bit controversial. Yeah, but it's still, I think it's still a pretty, yeah, pretty big soundtrack for sure. For sure. And Call Me By Your Name I was looking at as well. That's got some epic songs. Yeah, and you were saying before, Stand By Me as well, you wanted that? I really wanted to stand by me. Like when I was looking through movie soundtracks to play, there's so many. Like obviously when the time, you know, the era when the Vietnam War was, there was obviously a lot to write about as far as artists. And, you know, like there was epic songs written by Credence, um, you know, a lot of the black, like plenty of black artists as well putting out some absolutely awesome stuff. Like there's just, there's so much to choose from. Just some incredible music. Yeah, there was. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there, but we've got to... The next few weeks are going to be a bit exciting. We're going to have some guests on the show. Yeah, um, sweet. So I'll shout them out now so you can expect them. We'll have a local disc jockey called Ben Hansky. We'll have another disc jockey called uh, Josh Sharman and Eric, but they, they go by the name of Tashi and the Baba Ganoush. <laughs> nice. It's, <laughs> it's a cartoon. Um, and then we'll have Jess O'Bell and some other people. We'll have a yeah, and a friend of mine, Paul Spitzica as well. Yeah, we'll get him on. So we've got a few exciting things coming up. And I just want to give out a shout out to Joel in his office for listening to this. Yeah. Every Thursday morning while Joel makes his morning coffee, plays it for the office. Thank you very much. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye. Bye.